0: Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hugan, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome to the Gospel for Life. This morning in the studio, we have our good friend, Jonathan Van Hugan. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing pretty good working through this process. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I know we have some listeners that are praying for you. We're so glad that you're yeah. here with us today. It's good to be here. And then, of course, we have Russell Herman. How you doing, Russ? I'm doing well.
2: Missing Phil in the studio today, yeah. so we'll try to struggle without him. He's
0: at Warm Beach, which he said is neither warm nor a beach, apparently. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, what was the picture he showed us? Uh, no, that, that, was, that was, was from Russ. that was from Russ. Okay, Greenland. that was Greenland. I'm going, what?
0: <laughs> no. Well, if you're tuning in, we're so glad that you are here with us. Uh, This morning, we're talking about this great grand subject um, called antinomianism. The gospel of Jesus Christ has two mortal enemies. First one, most people are familiar with, which would be legalism. But the second one is antinomianism, and you could kind of – characterize them as Mr. Legality and Mrs. License. Russ, you wanted to say something?
2: I was just going to say the reason why we're talking about this is yes. because... This of the is, conference. Yes. Um, this is anticipation of one of the talks at the conference. Remember, the, the conference is In Christ Alone, and one of the topics is, well, how how do we, once we're in Christ, the... First topic of Once we union have with assurance Christ. and the union with him. Yeah. How do we live as a Christian? What does that obedience look like? And unfortunately, the church has really struggled with this throughout the ages and as individuals, I think mm-hmm. we all have tendencies at one time or another that puts us in error or in a ditch that's not healthy. And those are the two terms that had Josh had been talking about. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can navigate over the next couple weeks in these shows, but also in the conference about this topic of what does obedience to Christ look like in a healthy way that's God-glorifying and good for the people of God?
0: You know, when you were talking, you were kind of running your hand back and forth, and unfortunately our listeners can't see that, but Luther had this quote where he said, you know, um, the Christian is kind of like the, the drunkard who gets on the horse, he falls off one side only to try to get back on, then falls back the, off the other. And that's kind of how this issue of um, legalism and antinomianism work." Um, in fact, all of us around the table have this book, The Whole Christ by um, Sinclair Ferguson, one of the best books that you can read if, if you're looking for a good book. And uh, in the preface, it said that um, if you think that the main problem out there is X, legalism, then you're probably stepping in antinomianism. And if you think that the main problem is antinomianism, then you're probably stepping in legalism because these are two kind of toxic twins of the gospel. Um, mm-hmm. two identical sorry enemies of the gospel
2: and mm-hmm. and i think each of us in the room would admit that each of us have struggled on one side or the other i mean there oftentimes
1: a... the pendulum wants to yeah. go back and forth because you find yourself uh, having a harsh legalistic maybe mentality and then you go well you know lighten up and you start to lighten up and you go way, i'm way too light and you know we treat them as opposites but they're actually not opposites
2: so all of that, just to say, we might be able to talk like we know what's going on, um, but it's really hard for everyone to live this out um, in the practicality of life. That mm-hmm. you're you're hearing things, you're going to be hearing truths from people that these are very real for us as we try to to live out what does it mean to obey Christ in a way that's mm-hmm. pleasing to God. Um, that that we're on this journey with you. Mm -hmm. Um, we might have read a lot of books and we might be quoting people and we might be able to, to direct you to scripture. Um, but we're also trying to, to navigate these waters daily as well. So yeah, Absolutely. Well, you mentioned the conference, but you didn't actually give the details of the conference. <laughs>
0: oh, I was setting you up. <laughs> oh, thanks. I appreciate that. So November 8th and 9th, um, our theme this year is In Christ Alone, and all the details are at ReformationBoise.com. And if you register, you're going to get a couple great books, or at least one, there's one on Assurance by Joel Beakey. He was one of our speakers two years ago. And then The Hole in Our Holiness by Kevin DeYoung.
2: So just by registering, you'll get a free book. Which relates, The Hole in Our Holiness relates to the topics that we're talking about over the next couple of weeks. That's right. Mm-hmm. So ReformationBoise.com and the video, the
0: promo video just got released this this last week. So go to the website. Okay, so let's start by defining our terms as we move through this subject. So brothers, how would you define legalism and how would you define antinomianism? I, I want to jump a little bit, you know, do a you know, pre- I am not guilty to this.
2: this time.
1: <laughs> I mean, here's, here's the thing. First, we need to understand that what we're going to say is the beginning and end of what we're going to be talking about. That's There's right. these two errors in the, that obscure the gospel. You know, it obscures what Christ has done for us at, in putting us at a right relationship with God. And these errors arise from, as you know, we've been reading some of this stuff, they arise from a failure to see the goodness and graciousness in God's character. Um, our union with him in his death and resurrection, we forget about those things. And these are the things that guarantee that all the blessings that come to us come to us from, from God through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And that guarantee of those blessings also guarantees the shape of our Christian life, how we're going to live before him. And we're dependent on the Holy Spirit for that obedience as we live by faith. And so Christ becomes the source and pattern of our Christian life. And we know that he lives within us, empowering us, ensuring us, uh, assuring us, comforting us, um, challenging and convicting and transforming us. All those things are going to come through this a relationship and union with him. So when we get to a definition, we don't want to forget that's actually preloaded into that, yeah, that's what right. we're going to say. Um, Tim Keller, pastor Redeemer, Presbyterian Church in Manhattan, he would quote the uh, ancient church Father Tertullian, who said, Christ was crucified between two thieves. and the gospel, this good news is always crucified between these two errors. Yes, he, And he says... And he'll call – you know, he has a way of um, crafting certain words to, you know, get that idea ca- across. He would say, you know, this legalism and antinomianism, this lawlessness is religion as religion mm-hmm. and irreligion. I'm not going to go along with all these religious people. Yep. and Or moralism and relativism, being a pragmatic about certain, uh, you know, things that God might require of us. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to legalism and is that way.
0: Or Mr. Legality and Mrs. License. And Mr. Legality and Mrs. License. Yes, what we're saying today. Yep. Yep. Okay, now that you totally didn't answer my question, appreciate that, by the way,
2: okay. at, least, at least Russ. <laughs> I didn't do it. Okay. I <laughs> well, did not do on. it. <laughs> we can get back to this answer. I, right. I think the, at the bottom of it, it, legalism would be that you have a preference for the, the law as opposed to the gospel. Mm-hmm. You're not de- denying the gospel, but your tendencies move towards the law. That somehow, right. what you do um, has some sort of of effect on your own salvation. Yeah, that you can earn it, that, or that you. I'm not sure or, there are many legalists that would or, say you could earn it, but or that, that we
1: simply put God in our debt
2: in some way. We've made him. You know, he.
1: You know, he. they put him in our debt to procure. Procure blessings for ourselves. So if I do XXX, then I'm going to live a more blessed life than that person. And we're putting him in debt for those things. And pastors kind of fall into that when all they're doing is preaching ethics. Ten things that you should do, five things you should not, try not to do. All these things when they're preaching ex- ethics. And that's not the good news that Christ has accomplished salvation for us through his life and his death. hmm so an anonymity is just, you know, in a sense uh, saying, because we're saved, uh, we don't really have to live this holy and good life. It's, you know, um, it's the idea that we can relate to God without necessarily obeying his words and his commands. This is the irreligion, irreligion portion of it. This yep. is the license portion, the relativism. You know, it's the idea. It's, God jo- it's God's job to forgive and mine to sin. Right. And uh, and so they they assume that their life is, you know, really in some ways not much different than the unbeliever down the street, except that I've had a, a different sentence passed upon me. Right. And we foster, pastors can foster, people can foster that right. is when they preach the fact that um, God loves and accepts you just, just the way you are. And they, they fail to communicate how the gospel identifies that sinfulness that we have and does this transformation in us that's and right. through
0: us. That's right.
2: So. And, and I think it's really difficult because if legalism was just simply the fact that we think we can earn our salvation, most people would just say, well, that's just error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not but, a legalist. Um, but I think it it really moves in the t- direction of saying, well, no, of course I know I'm saved by grace. Mm-hmm. It's after that, mm-hmm. yeah. that somehow my Christian life is dependent upon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ongoing salvation is dependent upon my work, Yeah, I mean, what I do. I'm maintaining. I am maintaining. And that's more of where I think legalism yeah. is is at more than... There's, I don't think you're going to find a lot of people that are out there going... I'm earning my salvation. Yeah. I earned it. Yeah.
0: All of these are really nuanced positions. I right. mean, yep. There's going to be a person who would even say, well, I don't think that I maintain my salvation, but I maintain God's favor mm-hmm. upon me. So well, he has to love me in like a salvific sense, but unless I do all these other things, then I'm not really, he's not he's really. He doesn't like me. Uh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't uh, like yeah. me. <laughs> You see yeah. it.
1: You, you might see it in a Christian home. I mean, this this idea of legalism and and license. Yeah. There's some some families that aren't going to reprimand their kids because they're going to love them just the way they are, and there's others yeah. that are just riding them
0: Very all good. the time. Great illustration. Okay, real quick before we run out of time. One of the things that we we um, didn't
2: define antinomianism. Do you still want no, to do that? No, Jonathan did. <laughs> okay, but okay. go ahead, define it again. No, no, yeah. we're good. We're good. Maybe our yeah. listeners didn't hear. So no. it's
0: basically it, it basically says now that we're saved, we don't have to live a good and holy life. My job is to sin. God's job is to forgive.
1: Well, oh, you know, there's there's a great number of people that say, well, the law is Old Testament. It's not New Testament. Yeah. I don't have. To, I'm not bound to the moral law. Yeah, in that so, in that way I can, you know, God's law. His moral law is not really binding on me as a Christian. I've been forgiven of all these things.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay, so one of the things that we said at the beginning of the show is that legalism and antinomianism are, are essentially non-identical twins from the same womb. Now, they look like complete opposites. Mm-hmm. Brothers, what what do we mean that these are non-identical twins from the same womb? What do they have in common?
2: <clears throat> I think— Sinclair Ferguson does a great job with this when he's talking about Eve's sin. Mm -hmm. And what he basically is saying is that the root of her sin is antinomianism, opposition to the law and the commands of God. But it was legalism that darkened her understanding, doling her senses and destroying her affection for her heavenly Mm -hmm. father. So the idea is that Eve's sin was antinomian that she's saying, I don't want to obey God, but the root of that sin was really her misunderstanding of the heart of God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the heart of the command. Right. Yeah. That was legalism. Her actions were antinomianism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think those two really do play off each other quite frequently in the heart and mind of, of people. Yeah,
1: the, he, he, does, he does that really well. He The root is both the same thing. They are both tra- trace back to the lie of Satan. You can't trust the goodness of God or his commitment to our happiness. And well being, you know, that if we simply obey God, we're going to miss out on something. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, they, so they're refusing to b- believe in the love and the graciousness of God. They assume that the king commands of God are given so that we're, uh, you know, they fail to see they're given to us to be the people that we were supposed to be.
0: That's right.
2: Great yeah. one liner from Ferguson is legalism is simply separating the law of God from the person of God awesome and antinomianism does the same thing that's yeah. correct yeah. Well, that is correct separates that's the right.
1: law of God from the person of God character of God
0: well you've been listening to the Gospel for Life we hope that you check out all the information about our conference that's going to be touching on the subject of antinomianism go to reformationboise.com you can register for free it's coming up November 8th and 9th and we will talk to you next time